Drive with Julian Clover. Getting you home. Cambridge 105 Radio. The Gadget Guy on Cambridge 105 Radio. Now, this could be interesting. Lucy is still here. Joining us is Lawrence and very possibly Rob. Uh, hello and welcome, Julian, to Gadget Guide number 131. This week we're going to look at uh, Bluetooth headphones and a lot of the tech around that. But uh, first of all, our usual tech news. Uh, so uh, starting with um, some news from Microsoft on Windows 10. Now, Windows 10 is Microsoft's fastest rolling out version of Windows yet, uh, deployed on lots of machines these days, any new PC you buy with it. But, of course, the one thing that um, really upsets a lot of people with operating systems these days is when it decides it's going to do an update. Normally just as before you want to use it. Yes. Now, Microsoft have been working hard on Windows 10 with the Windows Update process and have been being a bit friendlier at postponing it and telling you that, you know, we'll pick an idle time to, to do the reboot and working out your busy hours. However, it has still caught people out. You know, you've just decided to start an email and then decided you need a cup of coffee, got up, left your PC alone, come back and then found it. Accidentally pressing it, that, that's normally my thing. You'll sort of yes. just accidentally press a button and the wrong thing happens. So in, in the days of, uh, these days of AI and machine learning, the next version of Windows due out start next year will incorporate a new Windows update potentially. They're working on something that will learn your own working style and work out whether you have just got up for that needed cup of coffee or loo break or something and whether it's an appropriate time to do the Windows updates. So they're trying to make that a bit friendlier for people so that people don't work out ways to stop doing the updates because updates are important. They do include updates that fix security vulnerabilities, they patch holes that people have found in the operating system. It's a good way of procrastinating as well. If you don't want to do any work, you just oh, it's an update. I must, uh, yep. must get this done. And, you know, even if you're not running Windows, if you're running a Mac or you're running a Linux operating system, just please do your updates. Check with your operating system vendor, find out if there's updates available, do them. Set aside time once a month to do that. Generally, they take less than half an hour but that way you are getting security updates for your system that will help protect it against things that are nasty on the internet. Now, you've got to remember that uh, with Intel chip vulnerabilities, which affect pretty much most platforms these days, um, that big story about Spectre and so on, uh, the updates are rolled out by the operating systems as well that fix some of those vulnerabilities. So it's worth checking for Windows updates, Linux updates, macOS updates for fixes on those as well. So moving from Windows updates, uh, Rob, I think, yes. has a story. Indeed. So this is staying on the security theme. Um, this is with some interesting hardware security tech uh, that Google have announced. It's something called... Uh, uh, their Titan key, which I think wins uh, wins stuff just for the name, if nothing else. Um, and the idea here is that you might already be using on some of your accounts two-factor or two-step authentication. Sometimes it's called multi-step authentication. Um, so this might be something like you sign into your Facebook account, uh, and it'll ask you to confirm that on your mobile phone, or it'll send you a text message with a code that you have to type in. Um, this is taking that to the next step and having a separate, a dedicated piece of hardware uh, to do this. So it's something you might keep on your key ring along with your, your house key or your car key. Um, and then what happens is when you try and sign in, particularly to those very valuable accounts, so your email, your social media, uh, your internet banking, okay, they've been doing it one way or another by, by their own methods, um, it'll ask you to do this. Now, it might seem like a little bit of a pain, you know, having to carry around another physical bit of stuff. But if it's on but your car some... keys already, then it's okay. 
It, exactly. And also, it has one thing that the text message can't do, which is that with a text message, um, Twitter or Facebook send you a message and say, um, hey, this is the number that you need to type in. You don't actually know whether you're typing that uh, that number into the real Twitter website or a fake one necessarily. It can be quite, some of the attacks can be quite uh, sophisticated. Whereas with these Titan keys, and there are some other ones, Yubico and YubiKey uh, are the ones you might see on the market already. Very, very similar technology. Um, with those ones, the key talks to the website. The key verifies that the website is what it says it is. And the website verifies the key is what it says it is. So it stops uh, an attacker from actually sitting in the middle between you. Um, that has some really, really fantastic results. And I think Google claimed that of their 50,000 employees that have been using technology similar to this in the last few years, zero have got fished successfully, which is phenomenal. You would expect that, and th this isn't even um, you know, a, a tiny subset of particularly sophisticated users at Google. This is the entire company. They have had zero successful phishing attacks um, through enforcing the use of this sort of technology. So it could be a really, really powerful bit of, uh, bit of kit to, to really help with the security story. As well as that, it's also potentially very, very cheap. You can buy the YubiKeys at the moment. The, the low-end ones start from about £20. If you want ones that'll work with your smartphone as well as a computer, then they're a little bit more, I think, about £40. Google are, are going for the $10 mark, so about £7, £7.50 for one of these keys, which is an incredibly small amount of money to secure some of your, effectively, your most valuable bits of your digital life. Yeah, and of course the other advantage over text messages, if you're trying to um, uh, log into something and you've got no mobile phone reception, text message doesn't help you. Absolutely, and I've actually had to use that when I've been on holiday um, and I've got internet access, you know, hotel Wi-Fi, something like that, but no mobile phone coverage in that country. It, it gets you out of trouble there. Again, if you're in a lot of modern office buildings, uh, lots of metal walls, glass, uh, metal-coated glass on the windows, um, again, phone coverage can be a bit suspect. So last thing, just on tech and gadgets with the hot weather at the moment, something topical. And this is a lot of manufacturers giving the advice that you should keep your gadgets cool. So the suggestion is check the manual that came with your gadget as to the operating temperature range. That my my uh, modem, uh, one of them, is uh, making a, a whirring noise. It's clearly a fan, <laughs> but uh, I have never known it to click in before. Yep. And... Um, I don't know. The only thing to do, as I can think of, is to remember to turn all my stuff off before I leave home. But um, I mean, if you check manuals for things like Samsung's devices, they'll say they run in operating conditions 0 to 35 degrees Celsius. Uh, Google, well, we're pushing that at the moment, aren't we? We, we are. Google say that their Pixel 2 phones uh, should be kept below 45 degrees, which you think we're never going to get to 45 degrees. But then just hear the, the news about the temperature your car gets up to. Now, if you're using your mobile phone for your sat-nav as your directions on your phone and you've got an amount on the cradle on your dashboard, think about the temperature that's getting up to and, and what of course, it's doing your to the phone. your phone will be getting hotter as you use it as well. And if you're charging it at the same time, that's going to add heat. Now, a lot of phones these days will have built-in heat protection, especially after uh, Samsung's little burning incident, and well, Apple have had those as well. Um, so they will do things like stop charging, they will slow down, but they can actually suffer damage. So the electronics inside are very well sandwiched together, and you think about the amount of stuff inside a phone or a, a laptop or a tablet these days, heat is not going to do it any favours. So the, the general thought is keep your devices out of direct sunlight, especially in this weather, 
but you know putting it in the fridge could get, create as much damage so don't even think about doing that just now keep it somewhere in uh, generally decent room temperature conditions try to keep it out of the uh, the heat that we're all suffering with so just like people electronics don't like too much heat uh, after the break we'll talk about bluetooth headphones david bowie his well-known song bluetooth <laughs> Well done. Uh, welcome back from the break and looking at Bluetooth headphones now on the I Gadget Guide. I see what you did there with that song. Very good, Julian. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so I guess the first so question Bluetooth, is, yeah, why, why would you go Bluetooth? What's the advantage of Bluetooth going to be over a pair of wired headphones? Well, it's mostly about the portability, isn't it? Because if anything else... You pretty much have to go for uh, for wires. You know, wires don't need charging. Uh, they don't need pairing. There's nothing to or much much less to go wrong. But with Bluetooth, you don't pull your cup of coffee off the table when you swing past the other end of the desk. And of course, if you've got your headphones on and you're travelling around, probably public transport, you can have your device in your bag or your pocket and not have to uh, worry about tying your cables around yourself and getting snagged on everything while you're trying to uh, fight your way out of a sardine can. That is, yes, uh, and a, a lot transport. of those jackets. Seem, a lot of jackets seem to have those sort of headphone socket uh, holes in the pocket. You ever tried to use those? Things like that. <laughs> yeah, they don't work. Do they? No. <laughs> Same with headphone holes in bags and so on. So, yeah, going wireless obviously then adds a few other things to think about. So, battery life obviously is one of the ones, and how you charge them. Now, all the manufacturers have cottoned onto the idea that we all have USB chargers of some shape or form. So, pretty much all the Bluetooth headphones these days are. USB charged, so that's. I, I do love the fact that you can just sort of walk past someone's computer at work and see a pair of <laughs> headphones dangling at the front of it on charge. Yes, now of course what you've got to look for when you're buying Bluetooth headphones are uh, all the features that are available. So you want to make sure that things like um, it's easy to charge them. USB charging, I think, is pretty much a given. Uh, these days, they're pretty much done away with re replaceable batteries. So the the battery is built into the unit and. You know, you're going to get hundreds of charges out of that, but don't expect to be using the same set of headphones in, I'd go so far as to probably say five years. Yes, and I'd say I would I would be disappointed with, and this goes with pretty much any portable electronics batteries, I would say you should expect two years. You'll probably get three years, but it'll be getting a little bit dodgy at that point. By five years, it, you'll really need a, a new battery or a new device. Yeah. So, of course, a lot of the Bluetooth uh, headphones these days have got microphones built in so that when you've got it paired with your phone, you can use it for phone calls, Skype, WhatsApp, anything that you're going to do audio and uh, talk to someone. Yes. Now, it, it's interesting. It's worth watching out for that because in the Bluetooth standard, and the, if you buy some earphones that are meant for, for listening to music, then you'll be fine. There are two different ways that it can do audio. There is what's called communications audio. So that's your phone calls, maybe your Skype calls, WhatsApp calls, that sort of thing. And then there is music. And those are classed as two completely separate things. It's also something to watch out for if you're looking for a, a Bluetooth uh, kit for the car. Can it just do phone calls? 
Can it just do music or can it do both of them? So that standard was A2DP, was the, the four-letter acronym that you wanted to look for. Now, since then, we've got a new standard out. We've got APTX, which is from Qualcomm, and this is high-definition Bluetooth wireless audio. So you might think, well, never heard of it. Now, Qualcomm have conveniently got a, a website, aptx.com, and you can go into their website and you can read all about it and see what HD audio is. But more importantly, you can go and look through the list of products that support this. So basically, manufacturers who've gone and stumped up the money for Qualcomm's license to put this in their chip. So you can go in and check if your phone is supported or if the Bluetooth headphones you're thinking about getting are supported. So I went in and checked, and yes, the Samsung Galaxy S8 supports HD aptx audio it doesn't support the the newer standard because of course that's already got well it supports aptx audio but not aptx hd so there's already multiple standards so it's another one to look out for is aptx important to you do you listen to a lot of music on your on your uh, device and with your headphones that you're going to want to use and frankly, are you going to notice the difference when you're riding on a tube train through central London apparently, with all of that background noise? Apparently you will, especially with the, the newer uh, phones that have got, built, or newer headphones that have got noise cancellation. So this is where um, it's actively removing some of that background noise. Yeah, and this brings us neatly onto the different types of headphone because, of course, there's all of the different styles, aren't there? There's the ones that just look like the old school earbuds, and I guess the the most obvious ones of those are the uh, the Apple uh, is it AirPods the Air- they've called them. The AirPods, yes, you've got two thingies, and a lot of manufacturers said, you know, you've got two thingies, you lose one, you basically you're mono. So there are ones that have got a wire between them, which gives them the advantage of being able to uh, have the battery shared between the two earpods, and basically just a, a wire that goes either around the back of your neck or just around the front, um, but it's still wire talking to your device so those are quite popular popular with uh, gym goers and runners as well since a lot of the manufacturers have got sweat proof versions yes and of course they're very very light they're not going to move around as you're bouncing up and down uh, very discreet as well so uh, into that and of course not that it's relevant right at the moment looking at the weather outside here um, but in the winter you can put your woolly hat over the top of them <laughs> so because then over the air uh, which is where you get a lot of the noise cancelling ones so I thought I'd, I'd just quickly check what uh, what all the reviewers and the ratings are saying on the best wireless headphones to go for this year and it looks like the ones that are coming out tops at the moment according to a lot of the reviewers are Sony and it's their WH-1000XM2 uh, which are going for around, well, just under £300. So they're not cheap. Uh, worth shopping around for deals on those. Um, all of the May High Street retailers and online uh, emporiums are selling those. But you're talking about a, a nice closed back, so um, a nice noise isolating headphone, but also with built-in noise cancellation, uh, active noise cancellation. So that's where it's monitoring the, the ambient. Uh, 20 hours of battery life, that's pretty decent. And this is, this is something you'll find is a lot of the over-ear headphones because they're that much bigger they've got more space to put batteries you'll tend to get more battery life more features in those ones than you can in the ones that they have to cram everything into the size of your well frankly your ear Yep. Direct competitor with the Sony is the Bose QuietComfort 35 Mark II. Yes, let's see how many numbers we can stick into our product name. Uh, what Bose have changed in the Mark II is they've, they've made their action button uh, 
activate the uh, digital assistant on your device of choice that you've got paired. So by default, it will be able to activate the Google Assistant from your phone uh, so that you can then talk to your headphones and say, what's the what, you know, uh, okay, Google, what's the weather like in Cambridge and, and have it read it to you over your headphones, which is... Uh, bit gimmicky but uh, some people might go for that same sort of price uh, very similar price to the sony uh, available in all the main places hasn't got the aptx uh, which the uh, sony's do uh, so uh, worth um, thinking about whether you want that or not and um, yeah not bad headphones still a great a great pair of headphones so looking more at the budget range of things so if you don't want to quite spend as much sort of two three hundred pounds and there are a lot of really good choices up there um coming in at the 50 pound mark this is 50 pounds on amazon a little bit more at john lewis by the looks of things the jabra j-a-b-r-a the jabra move wireless um these again over the air headphones fairly sporty type design um but very lightweight still very good sound don't have any active noise cancelling like the bose and and the sony's um but actually they're still physically a clue design so they will keep a lot of uh, a lot of the background uh, noise out and just coming in at about 50 pounds so if you're just looking for something a little bit cheaper then the jabra ones are definitely one to look for about eight hours of battery life so still a respectable you get you know your whole day using those so yeah between 50 pounds and 300 pounds is going to get you a a reasonable set of Bluetooth headphones. There's plenty more to look for. Just um, go and explore them at your high street retailer. That way you can actually see what they look like, see what they feel on your head. That sounds a good plan. Uh, thank you, uh, Lawrence. Uh, thank you, Rob, as well. A14 westbound, uh, one lane block. We think there's a fallen tree just after Junction 24 at Godmanchester. Also busy on the A14 at Girton, the A428 at Caxton Gibbet, and in the city on the Pern Road. Thank you very much for your company this week. We will be back with you uh, on Monday afternoon uh, from 4 o'clock. Um, stay dry. I thought I'd say that again. See you Monday.